You are listening to Winning with Mainstay. The opinions expressed on this edition of Pensacola Expert Panel are not necessarily those of News Radio 92.3 AM 1620, but rather the opinions of the sponsor, Mainstay Financial Services, with host Bob Burgey. provided on winning with mainstay financial is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to be specific financial advice for individuals all information presented is believed to be from reliable sources and no representation is made to its accuracy views presented are those of mainstay financial and host bob burgie and do not necessarily represent the view of alpha star capital management llc alpha star capital management is an sec registered investment advisor registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor or investment advisor representative has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Opinions expressed are subject to change and do not constitute financial, legal, or tax advice. You should consult your financial professional before executing any financial strategy. Now, here's Bob Burgey. Good morning, Jenna Barr. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. It's warming up, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy about that, too. I haven't seen you in a while. Everything good? good Everything uh, is great. Good, good yes, holidays. We, we were just two ships passing in the night because you right. went on your trip. I went on mine. I so know. It's been about a month, though. Yeah, yeah. Th- but now we are back together. Everything is right in the world, <laughs> and the stars right. have aligned. That's right. Okay, um, today I have some guests with me. I have Marcy Eskinos. Um, she is a Life Stories Coordinator with Dignity Memorial. And I also have with me Jay Menser, who is the Family Services Manager for Dignity, Dignity Memorial as well. Um, and what we're going to talk about today is something that, uh, uh, you know, I have found, and I think all of us know, everybody needs, Okay. This is pre-need arrangements, uh, planning for funerals, burials, uh, even cremation. So uh, I want to talk about this, and and I want to kind of set the stage here, Jenna. Uh, My wife and I um, received something in the mail. We went to one of the seminars, one of the informational seminars. We were blown away by the information, really by what we didn't know and everything everything uh, everything that goes into uh, saying our goodbyes and you know most importantly people say people saying their goodbyes to me right mm-hmm. so uh, what we did was we attended the seminar seminar it was it was terrific great information um, and one of the things that uh, I wanted to point out to our listeners you know one of the biggest differences between a pre-need policy or pre-arrangement policy and things like long-term care, um, possibly even advanced directives like a power of attorney, appointment of health care surrogate, um, a living will, um, just a lot of documents and a lot of things we secure, even a lot of insurance policies, uh, everything from liability insurance, automobile, homeowners, uh, even medical insurance. The difference between the pre-need policy or pre-arrangement policy 
and all of those things that I just named is you will definitely need and use your pre-need policy. You may never use a long-term care policy, a term life insurance policy that uh, of course expires before your demise, um, and, he, and a lot of the other things I just mentioned, powers of attorney, uh, appointment of health care surrogate, all are important, don't get me wrong, but the one thing you do know that is if you uh, secure a pre-need policy, it will be used because guess what? We all, we all go meet our maker, right? But anyway, again, I have Marcy and Jay with me, and I just wanted to open up by uh, uh, introducing you all, uh, uh, letting our listeners know what we're going to talk about today. And, and Jay, what I thought I'd do is turn it over to you and uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. Well, I've been uh, very fortunate that I've I've been working with Dignity Memorial now for just over um, 10 years. And what I do is I help protect people from the worst day of their life. Now, right. what I, that's the simplest way to say that we help uh, protect families with prearrangements because we have a lot of conversations in our lives, and some are way easier than others, and this is mm-hmm. probably the, one of the most difficult ones to have. But at the end of the day, I think that most people will, will realize that once you sit down and talk to one of our professionals, that it's much more about protecting the ones that you love than it is about death and dying. Right, right. So that's really in a key what we do. And, and, Jay, I did a little uh, research on you. I wanted to... Uh, uh how far know. back did yeah, you go? Yeah, well, well <laughs> I, I went pretty far back, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, from the looks of that gray in your beard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but uh, you're an Ohio State grad. How does that play here in uh, Pensacola, Florida? Well, it depends. It's a lot easier <laughs> when we're not playing um, an SEC school. Right. So, yeah, yeah. And it's not often you do, but that, it's usually right. the stakes are high. That's right, you know, absolutely. When you do. Yeah. But uh, how did you get to uh, Pensacola and, and doing what you're doing? Well, I, um, I've to, to make it quick, I lost my father when I was 22 years old. He passed away. We, we found him. He, he, was, he had passed, but he had passed away when I was 22 years old. And honestly, it, it took my career. Um, with He died of uh, glioblastoma, which is a very aggressive brain cancer, and, and just uh, – five years later I was actually assisting in surgery with the surgeon that did his surgeries and after that I got into the funeral profession and I really feel like that was a the catalyst event in my life to to guide me in this direction yeah very very interesting yeah very interesting um so let's uh, you know this is a uh, a financial show an Mm -hmm. investment show we talk about a lot of things like uh, a lot of numbers things taxes estate planning we we talk about investments inflation interest rates, uh, wealth transfer issues. So I'm going to dive in with uh, what are the financial reasons sure. for a pre-need or pre-arrangement policy? I think I'm going to simplify this in one sentence, I hope. Um, paint a picture for everyone out in the audience. Picture yourself um, going to your favorite grocery store when you're starving. If you come to our funeral home when you're grieving, you will get the same results. Mm-hmm. You will overspend and you will buy things you don't need. And that is, that is, I can't say it any better than that, than one of the financial benefits of prearrangements. Because when you sit with one of our professionals on a, pre, on a pre-need basis, emotions aren't invo- involved. And frankly, we, don't, we want you to get what's smart for your family, that we can do a, a very meaningful service for your family and not cause more financial stress that, on the family. Right. Um, the other, so just by not 
spending emotionally, you, you cut down the price of a funeral or cremation with a service by anywhere from 30 to 40 percent. Okay. The other thing is, is that when you do a prearrangement, just like the Florida prepay college fund, when you set up a prearrangement, um, say with us tomorrow, it, it locks the cost in from now until the, it's used. Okay. okay, so that is very important. If you follow a seventy-year trend of our profession, you'll see that we um, it it um, escalates in cost by uh, inflates in cost by four to ten percent a year, and it has for seventy years. And one of the last things I like to say is that we also um, very much. Uh, um, offer affordable payment plans. A lot of people have the misconception when they do prearrangements, they have to pay it in full, and that's just simply not true. Okay. You know, um, what is the uh, what is the longest term? Um, the longest term that we do on a funeral prearrangement is ten years. Even that's the longest term we can do. Um, okay. To be to be is quite that a law. No, it's just that we don't think we don't use that one very much because that's a long time to put someone into paying on something. We 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 do a lot of three and five year payment plans. I got you. It's really based on on comfort level with with the consumer and what they can afford in their budget. Okay. Yeah. So um, here's a question that I uh, you know that just comes to mind while you're describing uh, you know the financial arrangements. Would a you know would an eighty year old pay the same amount as say a 50 year old uh for the same product yes. for the for the same product as far as if they came in to, and paid in full for a for everything that they wanted whether it be a cremation or a funeral absolutely it's the same cost right really? by, by okay. age of person now w this is I, i'm getting in a little bit into the weeds here but yeah. when we we do have an insurance product that we fund funerals with so say that um you're and it's really good because we have we have a policy that if you can't get health insurance right. or, or or life insurance this will still cover you and it's called a return of benefit and basically what it means is if you did a five-year payment plan and just again this is just fictitious numbers but say your payment's 150 dollars a month right. and um if you you do it for five years and you make uh, two years of payments and then you pass away after the two years, the remaining balance is paid in full from the family. If huh. you were to pass away within that two year or contested for the for the insurance agents out there yeah. know this term, <laughs> if they were to pass away within that two year uh, contestability period, then they would get all their money back plus a five percent uh, uh, return on that. Huh. But the real but again the real benefit again is not being emotional when you're there. Yeah. So you're still you're still saving money on the front end. Um, we are allowed to discount and we're allowed to do promotional pricing on the pre on the pre need side where we're not allowed to on the at need side of the um, of the business. So right. it doesn't matter. In my opinion, the, the youngest person I ever prearranged was 21, right. and she was an airman here in Pensacola. And the oldest person I've ever prearranged was 102. Huh. So it, it it's never too late and it's never too early. Wow. What a range. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're sure that. 102 year old was a was a pre pre need not an immediate need. No, well <laughs> yeah she she an was I, I will tell you this um she was uh, a, a lot more spry than a lot of the 40 and 50 year olds that yeah. i met. yeah she uh yeah. there was a reason she was 102 and was sharp as a whip so yeah yeah, yeah the the old term uh no longer buying green bananas right that's right right <laughs> <laughs> okay um all right. So uh, the other thing, the other thing I wanted to ask is, uh, um, what happens if you move? You all are you all? Would you say you all are local? That that is a actually. A, I'm really glad you asked. That is a fantastic question for us because I think one of the one of the biggest um, 
benefits of doing business with Dignity is that we have over 2,400 locations all across North America, Canada, Puerto Rico. So when you pr set a pre-arrangements in place uh, with any of our sister locations, every one of us will honor it for the same cost that you pre-arranged it. So even if we get a lot of people that come to do, you know, that will actually pre-arrange here because it's uh, less expensive here than in a lot of other places, right. just because of um, the amount of uh, clientele we have here, and it'll transfer to their home state at no extra cost to the family. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But okay. yeah, so you're very, so that's a really good question. I think it's really important for everyone to know it follows with you and you don't lose it. Okay. I want to come back to that, but Please. we have a caller. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Michael from Pensacola on the phone. Michael, go ahead. Hi, good morning, everybody. Um, good morning. My father, my father and mother, they both had pre needs. Uh, I wasn't involved with that when they arranged that, but uh, we were sure happy to uh, have that when the time came. They both passed several years ago. But long story short, what I want to know is um, if I get a pre need arrangement and then, uh, God forbid, uh, you go out of business, what would happen? Great. How would I know that? That's a great I'm question. I was I was getting to now. that, Mike. Mike. So uh, thanks for asking. And okay, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead, Jay. Thank no, you. no, no. Stay tuned. Thank you. I'll, uh, well, Mike, I'll hang up now. Okay. And listen. All right, Mike. Well, jokingly, it's a, I don't like to talk about how good a field goal, how many field goal kicks a field goal kicker has kicked in a row without missing. So when it comes to us going out of business. We're very financially stable, but let's just say for, for some reason that Dignity was to go under. There, there's two ways that we fund prearranged contracts. One is by insurance and one is through a trust, both of which are protected legally for the consumer. So if you, if you uh, have an insurance policy, a full graded or even a, a return of premium policy with us, um, you don't lose that money. It's, we, don't, we don't take your prearrangement money with us, if that yeah. makes sense, if we were to go out of business. And if it's funded with the trust, the state holds that money. Okay. So at that point, what you would do is, is go to a competitive funeral home and say, I have this policy for this, and um, they, they, most likely they would honor it. Now, I will be, to be quite candid. Legally, they don't have to, but it is, it is a profession, and they would honor it. Okay. The other thing is, is just, and again, I don't, I don't want to go down this doomsday scenario too much, but if, if a, one of our facilities here in Pensacola were to go out of business, we would have a lot of um, suitors trying to buy all of our prearranged contracts and, and take everything over. If that makes sense. Yeah. But you're, 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 you're safe. You don't have to, that's a, it's a, you are legally protected from that. It wasn't always the case, but I will tell you, if any of you go out and do some research, our profession is one of uh, the most regulated out there. Right. And, and again, I don't know this, but it just occurred to me, it isn't your company part of a publicly traded company is that correct absolutely true we are okay. uh, dignity is an umbrella company for sci which is service corporation international okay mm -hmm. and service corporation international is publicly traded on the new york stock Exchange. exactly right yeah. interesting yeah mm -hmm. i looked that up because i saw some of your literature mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking you know as we talk about you know the baby boomers and you know uh, the pig going through the python right mm -hmm. and all of i'm sorry the uh um as we say in the business the will maturities coming coming up you know a lot of people uh, i think there's going to be a lot of people needing this in the future and if pensacola florida is any indication of uh 
you know, population trends and, you know, the demographics around here, I would think this would be a very nice place in Florida in general to uh, to have these policies. Absolutely. And one just one quick point uh, to bring up when you're talking about baby boomers. It's really helped. The, I'm, I'm really excited about the baby boomers um, you know, coming of age because baby boomers as a generation want what they want, how they want it. Right. And it gives us, it gave us a great opportunity to change our business model into the fact that we can cater to them by personalizing their services, um, doing things the way they want them done, going outside of the box kind of okay. stuff. Okay, well, let me stop you right there. If the baby boomers want what they want mm-hmm. and want it how they want, mm-hmm. what, what kind of a playing field are the... Uh, the youngsters, uh, you oh, know, those are gener- yeah, yeah, those are going to be now. TikTok females. Yeah, we're, we're working on TikTok creation. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a joke. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Marcy, they're going to put you yeah. out of business. Yeah, yeah. and uh, listeners, we also have Marcy, Marcy uh, Eskinos here, and she puts together and coordinates the life stories. And I, you know, look, we've all been to funerals, and um, you know, how do I say this? Traditionally, you know, they're they're not uh, terribly exciting or terribly, uh, you know, not even informational. You know, they're very, very perfunctory. Is that the right word? Yeah, you, you yeah. don't learn a lot about the the, yeah. the person that you're there to honor. So Marcy, Marcy um, really puts a you know a put puts a, a lot of color on uh, the life events of this person of the deceased. Um, I guess their family, you know, their travels what they did, you know, just, and, and, and I've gone to one where Marcy is, where Marcy has, uh, uh, coordinated the life stories and you learn so much about the deceased. It's, uh, it, it's, I, I hate to say this, but it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. We refer to it as the dash. Have you heard of the dash? No. Tell me <laughs> about the dash. It's the dash between the date of birth and the date of passing that you see on a you know, you'll see on a marker at a yeah. cemetery. Yeah. The dash is their entire life. Okay. So sometimes you go meet, I go meet with a family, someone died, 102, and mm. they want to talk about the last 10 years of their life or talk about they were sick, so they haven't done this for a long time, but we want to, you know, represent and honor their entire life. And so it's a memorial table and sometimes more of uh that spans their whole life okay which you know gives a lot of people the opportunity to get to know someone on a different level right and this is sort of a new would you call this a newer industry um offering it as a service is we've been doing it here in this market for three years okay yeah it's been interesting it's been going on longer than that we've tested it throughout our company i'm really proud of who i work for and the fact that we're always on the forefront of innovation and and we we, we're not afraid to try new things we've actually been doing this um for about seven to to eight years and all over um and a lot of it has been just from counselors or funeral directors taking it upon themselves to offer more to their families right and then we saw how much value it provided and then we we were lucky enough to hire to have someone on our team like marcy that just that took it up multiple levels because of her skill sets yeah because listen i i can i can do some decent things okay Mm -hmm. but i don't have the talent or the or the uh maybe the the creative right the creative thing that the the creative energy that marcy brings to the table um is just unmatched yeah i and i've got to say this i i know 
I know Marcy personally uh, from, she's actually uh, one of the trainers um, uh, at the YMCA here in Pensacola, Florida. My wife and I go there and she's our, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, yoga lotties, body <laughs> flow, I, I can't remember all the classes, I just go to them. And you know what, um, I usually, the first thing I do is check to see how many men are in there and Sometimes I'm the only one, but I'm better for it, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I get a lot of grief from my friends, but I really enjoy that. But uh, uh, Marcy and I were talking one day, actually, um, and learning about what she did. Marcy, I want to ask you, how did you get into this? Uh, and was it three years ago? I've been working for SCI for or Dignity for six years. And okay. I started off um, doing... Um, you know, like putting together videos, military honors, that sort of thing. And then um, when we were um, going to launch in this market, I was approached to see if I would be interested. And um, just like everybody else, we weren't really exactly sure what it was or what so it was. So it involved. was, we're creating a new position. And yes. are you interested? Yeah. Wow. Yes, I know. I, I mean, I feel really lucky because I consider this a very coveted um, position because yeah. I get to all day every day i get to help people make a really sad day a better experience yeah you know we've said often that people will um, not remember what food they had or maybe what casket they had but everyone will remember the life story yeah, yeah. and it's it's a lot uh, people are very surprised when they see it you know a lot of people are very surprised when they see it i don't know exactly what they're expecting because I do go to their homes, and often I'll take stuff off the walls. I'll walk around. I'll go into their bedrooms if they allow me to, you know. Right. And I have a big van, so I can take a lot of stuff. We've done, <laughs> we've done. I mean, we've picked up motorcycles and you know brought those in. And no kidding. Yeah, Two thousand pounds of beach sand and fishing kayaks. And yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the sky's the limit. And I guess you've got to work with the venue to make sure all of this is okay. Well, no, it's well, our venue. Well it's, oh, either, really? <laughs> well, it's either at one of our funeral homes, but that's not limited to funeral no. homes. I do quite a few at churches. I've done one at VFW, the Yacht Club here, the Yacht Club in Mobile. Okay. We've, we, there's no, I, and I've done it, we did it out in the cemetery and even um, at somebody's home. So there's no, really, I mean, you said there's not limitation. Yeah, it, it Does the life stories part of the pre-need package, is that part? part of it or is that something that is um more uh it, you're more engaged what you know after the after the uh uh after the demise of the loved one it's it can be in a pre-need package and okay. it, i've done quite a few that were um, purchased in a pre-need sometimes oftentimes people will have a life story or see a life story and then the next day they want to add it to theirs or add it to their you know their mother passed now they want to add it to their fathers because they want the same yeah so, yeah you know you think about these big uh, i guess elaborate uh, occasions or you know honoring a loved one and you know be it a wedding or a funeral or you know or some you know or something have you know a baptism or anything and i i think of all the ones that i i you know i just regret not making and it's it's funerals, you know, just being able to go and pay your last respects. Now, usually it was somebody up in Cleveland, Ohio, where, you know, and I, you know, just logistically couldn't make it. But, uh, you know, you know, you get one chance to do that. And, you know, I'll say this about weddings, including, you know, 
maybe my own, you know, you know, maybe it wasn't the only one people were invited to, you know, <laughs> so right. you get, you, you know, funerals are important. I've always, they've just, and maybe it's because I'm getting older. And then, you know, I talked to my parents over the years and it's always about, you know, they're going to funerals, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, it's, you know, just a little bit the circle of life, right? Well, the life story is a great way to honor yeah. your um, loved one that has passed. And it's like a gift, really. And sometimes, you know, it's the last thing you can do for your loved one to honor them. I agree. Marcy, uh, we're going to be going into a break soon. However, I'm going to, you know, prep you for this. I want to, uh, I want to hear a little more about the life stories and possibly some of the more interesting ones you've done. If you can share that with us, um, uh, Michael called in and asked about what happens if you go out of business. Okay, but um, uh, and and then we had another question having to do with financing it. Uh, if there's any sort of residual value, is there any is there any way that a purchaser of uh, a pre-need policy can go in and get uh, cash out? And we'll come back to that after the break. Yes, absolutely. And just a reminder, this is a call-in show. You can call, you can text 850-437-1620. Bob Bergie is here hosting with Winning with Mainstay Financial, and I would love to hear from you. Again, 850-437-1620. Stay around for a local news update after Fox. Jenna Barr. Again, I'm here with Marcy Eskinos and Jay Menser from Digni Dignity Memorial. And we're talking about life stories. We're talking about prearranged funerals, burials. Um, and during the break, we're, we're sitting here sharing stories about, uh, you know, loved ones passing and what we all went through. And uh, one of the questions I have for you, Jay, okay, sure. somebody somebody uh, gets one of these policies mm -hmm. uh, back in the 70s or the 80s yep. and they you know they they pass um, and they paid whatever a couple of bucks you know maybe yeah. a couple hundred bucks mm -hmm. and it covers the same thing yeah I, I so give they, it I there give is it. tremendous leverage in doing this early in life absolutely right the this is a story I'm a, a quick story I like to tell that will uh, bring this point across in, in, in kind of a sad way <laughs> I had a woman that called me about five years ago very upset that her um, her mother had passed um, ab about 45 days prior and she had just got documents from from uh, found some documents in her mother's home and long story short her mother passed away they basically uh, I almost said yellow pages but that doesn't you know they went on Google and found Nobody a, knows what that right means. I know yeah, yeah. Just, they uh, went on Google found a local funeral home went there spent you know ten thousand dollars and then she opens up a uh, an old uh, envelope that her mother had and there was a prearranged funeral 
uh, from my place from 1981 for $720. She paid for everything. For she paid for bucks. Uh, she paid for sev- everything that she would the same exact stuff that they got for $10,000. She had prearranged with us for 720. That's interesting. I you know, I'm glad you shared that because I wanted to ask something along those lines. I don't know if there's any great statistics about how many of these go unused, but obviously they're not they're not transferable, correct? Is well Actually, yeah, uh, not the insurance product, but okay. the trust product. There is a product that some of the old funerals you can transfer to another family member. Okay. But um, the way things are now, we, we don't, there's not an, as much protection in those and the other policies, so we don't do them as much. Do you know, when we're talking about this and we're talking about, you know, the leverage that you gain or the leverage that you secure mm-hmm. by doing it earlier as opposed to later, I mean, it just reminds me so much of the. Uh, prepaid college plans, it, it's it's you know? very there's a lot of parallels yeah really, I mean, really are. It, they couldn't yeah. be any more different right but, but a lot of you know they're transfer you know to some extent and that you know it pays for the same thing uh, but you get a deep deep discount by uh, by securing the product earlier as opposed to later um, you know what and and we talked about this Jay the biggest difference between a prepaid college plan and a prepaid pre-arrangement policy is one you're definitely going to need you know mm-hmm. the other you may not you know Absolutely. And, and that's uh as i uh as i go through this life i learn that more and more there are lots there are lots of uh jobs opportunities well-paying jobs that do not require a college education and that's a whole different topic yeah. but uh okay um i i have to talk here in pensacola florida about uh military uh, our Absolutely. military and the arrangements that are paid for uh, by their service. So uh, why don't you tell me how that works with your industry? Sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this just pretty simple because this is a, the biggest missing, misconception that we, run, that we um, come up against. If, if, you are disol- uh, sorry, if you are honorably discharged um, from the military, it doesn't matter if it's four years or, or more, uh, you will have full cemetery rights at a national cemetery like Barrancas. And what that means is is that, and, and for everyone out there, that means permanent places or disposition is, is how we say it in our profession. So that doesn't matter if you're cremated or traditionally buried. At Barrancas, if you're uh, honorably discharged, they will provide you with everything that you need on the cemetery side. Uh, the property, the vault, the opening close, or the internment, um, the memorialization, and then what's neat. A lot of this is the other question a lot of people have, is um, you you don't get to pick your space out there. It's kind of a first come first serve thing, but you and your spouse will be buried at the same place. So if you predecease your spouse by say twenty years, um, and he or she will be buried with you when they pass as well. So you will be in the same spot. So it's a huge huge benefit. However. It, they do not cover anything when it comes to your cremation or your funeral service. And that okay. there is a misconception out there, and I understand why. Some guys get, you know, get um, or discharged uh, from the service when they were in their early 20s and they heard free. And, yeah. you know, it's the old game of telephone we played in, mil- in elementary school. By the time I got back around to the teacher, it was a totally different thing. And, right. and I think that's where a lot of the, the, heart, the heartache comes because I, I tell you, it doesn't get much worse from sitting in with a family and the the surviving spouse thinks everything is handled through the military and, and then we have to give them the bad news that it, it isn't everything yeah. on the cemetery side is so um, we do a lot of educational uh, seminars and, and workshops here in Pensacola to get that word out because 
by all means, we want to protect the people as much as we can that have protected us. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I agree. And you talked about the uh, uh, the story about the uh, the lady that secured a policy in the 80s for mm-hmm. 700 bucks. It was never used because they didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have clients that have these policies, and it comes in a pretty elaborate uh, binder, you know, leather binder. Yep. It, it, it would be pretty difficult to miss, but, you know, I guess, you know, part of your follow-up materials or follow-up instructions are make sure you let your, you know, Obviously, your spouse, your children, yeah. and your loved ones know that you have this. Yeah, absolutely. It's very important. When we do educational seminars, there's actually four steps of pre-planning. And one is reflecting or talking about what's important to you or, you or your spouse. The other one is recording it, writing it down so people know. Right. The third part is securing it, which means funding it ahead of time or paying for it ahead of time. But the fourth is sharing it, right. letting someone know. Because, again, it, like you said, if it, it, we can't find you if right. the family doesn't find us. Exactly. So, but um, I will tell you that we, we, we do a pretty good job of, um, I feel, I'm a little biased obviously, but we do a really good job of educating our families at and, and, and telling, putting some safeguards into place for them so that, you know, because it's like a Greek tragedy when someone does everything right. Right. And then have to, it doesn't come to fruition because someone wasn't told. And I get yeah. it. Talking to your kids about this stuff is hard. Yes. Because here's what typically happens. Go ahead. Oh, I, mom, dad, I'll take care of this. Yeah. And what it is, is that as soon as you talk to them about prearrangements, they instantly see you in a casket or an urn. And usually the follow up question is, what in the world happened at your doctor's appointment last week, dad? Yeah. Right. Or, or and, mom and dad, I don't want to talk about exactly this. right. I don't want to talk about it, you dying. Exactly I'm right. And, and I guess my point to everyone out there is, is this, is that we want to keep your your family out of harm's way as much as possible in the worst day of their life so i'm asking you all to do me a favor if your kids can't talk to you about it over the kitchen table don't put them in front of me the day after you pass because it's (laughs) if they can't talk about it then they certainly it's very difficult to talk about it with those levels of emotion i mean yeah and i you know you've heard all of the uh you know the sayings it's uh, you know it's as much a part of life it it is Part of life is death. Absolutely, know? I I spent a lot of kitchen uh, time at the kitchen table as a, as growing up as a child with a uh, flight nurse mother and a, f- a stepdad fireman. So I, I've I've got reality. Um, yeah, I've learned about that from day one. So yeah, I think I that's helped me with this, honestly. Yeah. Okay, Marcy, I want to uh, I want to ask you what is your most uh, memorable life story? Can you share that with us? Um. Well, yes, the most memorable one. And um, you had said elaborate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it's the most elaborate because there are a lot of elaborate ones. And mm-hmm. it, uh, all, a lot of that time, that depends upon what the family provides for me to display. Right. So, um, but uh, I guess I would have to say the most memorable for, memorable for me was my daughter's, unfortunately. Okay. I did hers and um, it really gave me, even though I believed in life stories before, that happened and I had been doing it for probably a year and a half or something at that time um, it gave me a new appreciation for how it benefits you know friends and family you right. know I, I I guess I kind of felt like I was doing it you know just for the close family members but it was such a um, I don't want to say positive experience but it, like I said before it made such a terrible day a little bit um, 
more positively memorable right. for a lot of people. You know, um, people will never forget and that for life story. everyone else. Yeah. yeah. For so, else. yes. So um, that one, of course, stands out in my mind. I mean, there are so many. I've done so many, and so many interesting people. Uh, you know, from so many walks of life. But I did want to mention that we did do one that we called a live life story, and that was a person who was eminent with hospice, um, who had cancer, and interesting. Um, hmm. Actually, we did. Um, that was also one of the first ones we did and so that's something that we do but it's not something that you know we come to uh very often because there's just this limited amount of time you know there's a small window of time to get it done and i think people don't really realize that that we do that unless they're coming in to make imminent arrangements you know it's but it, that was something that really stood out to me, too. And I know you remember that, too, Jack. Absolutely. You obviously would not mention any names, but it also takes a very strong family unit to be willing and be trusting enough to do something like that. And it just kind of, it would just happen at the right time, didn't it? And yes. um, it was very top three most powerful things I've ever done in this profession. Huh. Yeah. She was, it's, she had people come from, um, out of state and it was it was an opportunity for people to say goodbye to her right instead of speaking about her after she was gone yeah yeah and uh and maybe she was around to make sure you did it right she, yes. was, <laughs> she was present <laughs> to have some input yeah. she was present yeah. and about two weeks later she passed very interesting mm. very interesting um jay do yes. you have a, a most memorable one i do um Again, I'll, I'll, it'll be tough for me to keep the name out of this one because it's um, I'm personally friends with her grandmother. Um, this one was four years ago. It was a child. She was nine years old. She was in a car accident with her mother, and uh, she was she didn't make it, obviously. But her here's what she loved. She loved superheroes, Batman specifically. She loved kittens. She loved hot dogs, ice cream sandwiches, and butterflies. So I just quite. Just quickly, I want to walk you through what, what they saw that day. So as her grandmother walked in the front door and she saw Batman, and I don't mean Batman from the Halloween tchotchke costume. I mean Warner Brothers lot quality Batman costume. And I want to say thank you to the Pensacola Costumers Guild again um, for their volunteer work and the, the thing they did. The other thing I want to tell your listeners is how proud they should be of, of the community in which they live. Anytime that we ask for businesses or, or anyone to help us out, they don't ever hesitate. Yeah. They always help. Huh. Okay, so that's pretty neat yeah. that we live in a community like that. So anyway, back to, the, back to the life story. You walked in and you saw six foot four Batman that looked just like Batman. The grandmother gave him a hug as she handed him the, uh, handed him the program for the funeral that day. And as he stood back up, he had a uh, tear with black eye makeup running down his bat mask. Wow. There wasn't a lot of dry eyes in yeah. the funeral home when that happened. Then after the program, she walked down the hall and saw June. Um, uh, what was her? I can't remember her name. I think it was Stacy. She was from the, um, I can't say her name. She was from the Humane Society. Okay. She had 10 little kittens there. And so people got to pick up and pet the kittens and, and walk around with the kittens. And it was very powerful. Then you walked down the hallway and you saw a hot dog vendor with passing out free hot dogs and ice cream sandwiches. And then, and then you walk into the chapel. You walk into the chapel and you see this, um, see, see her in her casket, this beautiful angel that she is. And she 
as some of you know, with an open casket, you have a casket spray at the foot of the foot of the casket. Well, one of her passions was butterflies. Well, our funeral director Beverly Thompson, it has, um, you know, has given 29 years of, of service to our community. Had adhered no less than 250 to 350 tinseled butterflies to give it the the appearance that the butterflies were flying out of the casket spray and out of the chapel. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll tell you this, when you walk, you know, you make a difference when you're walking around that day and people come up to you and say, Hey, can I make a pre-need arrangements appointment? I'm like, uh, you're at a funeral. I know, but I want this, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So on the business end, it, it was just, it was just affirmation of what we're doing. It makes a difference. And I, and I guess here's the point. Some of you out there think, Oh yeah, it's really easy, you know, to get motivated and, and do a very meaningful service for a nine-year-old. It's actually easier to do it for a 90-year-old. We have a lot more material. You live yeah. a lot more life. We can do a lot more. We can get a lot more creative. We have just as much passion for there, there is tragedy in every loss. Right. One is not weighted any more than any other. Right. So we just we treat it that way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, we go back to what we started with. Uh, you, know, you just learn so much about the person. At the funeral, absolutely, and uh, and really, what follows? You know, you go to uh, you go to a wedding, and it's a celebration and a very you know a wonderful celebration. I would I would dare say you don't learn a lot, you know, but uh, sure. uh, unless you went to the rehearsal dinner and the you learn you know, a lot the about and the <laughs> you learn a lot about the extended family, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's uh, but at a funeral, you learn a lot, and uh, I think we've we've actually come a very very long way. Um, I wanted to ask you. I, I wanted to ask you as well. Uh, uh, if if you set this up, if you set this up, and uh, you don't have the ability to pay uh, right away, you can set up a payment plan. And is that typically monthly, quarterly? H how does that work? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you can do whatever you yes. want. Yes. Yeah. We have monthly, quarterly, biannual, and annual payment options. Okay. It's really we we. Listen, we work it out. We understand that this isn't the funnest thing to buy in your life. Right. You can't fish off of it. You can't drive it down the street. You can't. We understand all that. But right. it, what it does is it brings such a peace of mind to our family. But we work with everybody's budget and make it manageable. Right. Um, that's our job. Our job is to listen to you and when and accommodate you for your scenario, not ours. Right. And I think that's a really important for folks to know. Right. If we don't. People ask me all the time, should I be buried or, or cremated? I, I don't know. That's like asking me what your favorite color is. All right. Let's the answer is not wrong. Yeah. And, okay, so I would say this, men especially, mm -hmm. you know, just get me in the ground and it's over. Okay? Yeah. Well, if you want that, why not go, you know, get a pre-need policy and, and make sure that's exactly what's going to happen. Or if you want to be cremated, mm -hmm. go ahead and ensure that that is going to take place. Now, one of the things I'm seeing a lot, and you know, I didn't hear anything about this 20 years ago, is cremation. It was like that cremation was something very cryptic, and you know, something sure. you saw in dark shadows or something. Yeah, almost but, taboo in yeah, a sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. but now um, I'm hearing a lot more about that. Can you uh, can you share some insight on that? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I think we are in Pensacola. We are actually in a small pocket in this country where we still do a lot of traditional burials anywhere else. Um, if you drive five hours South, well, 
southeast. Five hours south, you'll be wet. But if you yeah. drive to South Florida, um, the cremation rate is much higher there. It's much higher um, up north than it is here. It, it's 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 you know. Well, it, that surprises me. I yeah. thought uh, the state of Florida would have a high cremation. It, it it is, but it's more in the panhandle and that it's we're still a lot more traditional than other parts of the country. Okay. Yeah, but it's um the answer of this is why cremation. I think I think a lot of it is cost effectiveness. I think a lot of it too is it's um logistically easier. Mm-hmm. Because when someone is getting cremated and say that uh say they have relatives or extended family that may live hours and hours away and busy work schedules and whatnot. Um, it's a little bit easier to plan in that, but it's really all of what, again, I can't say this enough. It's really what the personal choice of the family that we're serving is. It is not, our job is simple. Our job is to listen to our families, what they want, and we provide them the options of what they said they wanted. It's not to tell them what to do. If you tell me that you want to be cremated, I'll say, okay, well, here's your options of, of what kind of service level we can provide and, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, and then we talk to the, the, our families about that and they tell us what's appropriate. Right. Okay. That's kind of how that works. But yeah, it's not, I don't know if there's a magical reason of, of why. I just think that I think it's based off cost. I do think sometimes too, I think that, um, I think that just everyone out there knows that times are changing. You yeah, know? they are and, changing. And, and, and on top of that, we live in a very transient state. A lot of people that live here, especially throughout the state, are not from here. Um, I would, I, I gotta believe that one of the biggest objections is, I don't know where, you know, I, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Sure, I'm not from here. My family is up north, right? And you know, my kids are scattered. I don't know where. You yeah, know, and a, to be buried. Absolutely. Another point, a quick point, I like to make about that too. And I, I would not have. Honestly, I would not have been able to talk to you about this eight or nine years ago when I first started. Okay. It's for me now being around a little bit and seeing the, the only thing about um, cremation that it that makes me nervous at all for our customer base is that if you lose the urgency to have some type of memorial, that's not a good thing. And I would not tell you that eight years ago. I, I would not have had the commercial courage to say that to you. But when now that I've met with so many families and some of them that do simple cremations and don't offer any type of memorial service at all, there is a void that can be left. So I, I tell that to folks. I said, hey, listen, should, do I want you to involve us? Obviously, because we're really good at it. It's what we do. But if you're not going to have a memorial service done through us, have something right. because it is a very cold thing to have someone cremated and have zero type of memorial for them. And it, it, it seems okay on paper, and it says, well, that's what Dad really wanted and that kind of thing. But I, long term, it's not always the healthiest way. Right. Because the reality of it is, and a lot of people know this, that I'm not, this is not groundbreaking by any means, but the funerals for who's left mm-hmm. is to yeah. help the people grieve that are left behind. Right. So we hear a lot of men say, because, you know, it, I hear a lot of dads say, I don't want to, don't make a fuss about me, like you just said, right? Yeah, but, yeah. The, but the reality of it is, it, it's painful for me to hear that. Yeah. Because, well, your children and your, and, and your wife, I think, they might have some benefit yeah. out of doing a memorial service. Isn't it amazing, uh, just to pick, a, pick on us men, especially as we get older, you know, we'll, we'll sit there with folks, you know, they got their arms folded, and, you know, they, they truly believe that, you know, uh, 
I'm just not going to address this. Not that they're not going to die, but mm-hmm. they don't want to address it. Um, it. Same goes for long-term care policies. You know, uh, you know, I don't want to go to an assisted living facility. I want to stay right here. Sure. And but you know what? Sometimes these policies are for everyone else. Absolutely. And, In this case, it, absolutely. Yeah. And and again, you you're asking people to step up at a time when they just maybe physically and emotionally lack the ability mm-hmm. because you know death is debilitating absolutely to, to especially the loved ones who guess what are in charge of everything and uh, you know okay i've got a question i've got a question real quick if you can address this the difference i i hear you know my clients will say i have a funeral policy i have mm-hmm. a burial policy mm-hmm. i have a pre-need policy yep okay does pre-need incorporate both so here's here's the two biggest misconceptions end of life policy and pre need policy are not the same thing. Okay. End of life policy is X amount of dollars. Let's call it $10,000. They pay a monthly payment every month and then end of life policy 10,000. You're shooting at a you're shooting at a moving target because you don't know how this live inflation will if it'll be enough money. When you prearrange through a funeral a funeral home, the cost is the cost. After you paid off it's yours. You never pay another cent. Jay, we'll get you on here again. Thanks for all of the information. Thank you, Jay Menser. And thank you, Marcy Eskinos, uh, and we will talk to you next week.